0: Hey guys, welcome to the Boning Soul Podcast. Um, this is version number 7, I kid you not, this is version number 7 of my intro to this podcast. Um, I wanted to make some comments, and I did, about uh, just just the shit show, global shit show that is going on, led by, you know, King Clown and his clown administration, this bumbling, drooling, senile idiot, and, and all the idiots that follow him and vote for him. Uh, it's just, we're, we're a global embarrassment. Um, you know, we lost, uh, you know, more Marines in this bombing, lots of civilians, lots of people are trapped, lots of Afghans. I mean, it's, 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 it's going to turn into a slaughter. Like, um, um, anyway, we can do better. We have to do better. We have to do better with midterms. We have to do better in three years. This, this can't go on. This, this is eight months in and it's an absolute, this country is an absolute disaster. Uh, I, I don't know how much, how much more three years of this is going to be, but uh, we, we got to, you know, I, I think people, I think, I think, we talk about wokeness. Well, the right people need to be woke to what the hell's going on and, and do something about it and, and vote these people out because this this can't go on. So anyway, um, really sorry for all the tr- you know the loss of life uh, for everybody this past uh, this, this this past week or last week uh, by the time you hear this. And uh, that's probably all I'm gonna say about it. So i sorry I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to start it off on a downer. But like I said, this is version number seven, seven or eight, of these uh, the intros. And I. I mean, this is a very, very, very toned down, like ten percent of what I was kind of spewing off about. So take it for what it is. But uh, anyway, yeah. So, um, <laughs> with that said, on uh, on this week's episode, I have uh, a guest by the name of uh, Dan Osterhout. And sorry, Dan, I didn't want to, uh, you know, open up your your uh, episode with 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 such a downer and a negativity. But uh, man, it's it's frustrating. So I, I hope I hope you're okay with it. Um, so Dan is the owner of um, Eastern Woods Outdoors, and it's uh, www.doublesteps.com, and they cater to the uh, mostly to the saddle hunting crowd, but there's a lot in there for the mobile hunting crowd as well. Now they don't sell. Uh, they sell everything but the saddle. Okay, so you're gonna have to get your saddle somewhere else. But if you're looking for senders, descenders, uh, belay devices, uh, sticks, custom uh, climbing sticks, custom ropes, uh, custom ac- custom accessories, everything that's catered to saddle hunting in the mobile world, uh, they, they they put out there. I had him on about a year ago, and he was slammed then. Well, now he's like, I don't know, triple slammed, if you will uh it's it's great to see a business um that that grew out of something that that was a was a you know a it's not well i guess it was a niche kind of thing and i hate saying niche it's a niche kind of thing but um i i, li- I like seeing that they're so busy i like seeing businesses expand Um, you know they're facing the same kind of problems in any other businesses as far as uh, you know labor and uh, not their labor but uh, supply problems and you know obviously some of that's labor driven some of that's material driven um, but they are putting out some really really innovative stuff and uh, if you are a saddle hunter and it's even if you're just a a mobile hunter you can find a lot of value in, in in this in this website so uh, we talk about some of the new stuff that uh, that they that they've developed. We talk about some of the stuff that they already offer. Uh, mostly, it ended up tur- uh, turning into a conversation about a new climbing stick that I got, and that is the uh, the ultimate uh, the ultimate the ultimate one stick basically uh, is what it's called. And they do kind of like a custom a la carte kind of thing where you can kind of choose your uh, your stick, you can choose your standoffs, you can choose your platform, you can choose your your attachment method, all that kind of stuff. And we kind of go through. Uh, we, we, we go through that with this one. I'm going to be doing that this year. I'm switching. I don't know if I said this in a previous podcast, but I'm switching to this stick, uh, over another one that I was running, like a one stick system that I was running last couple years. This is kind of like the, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's like the creme de la creme. I mean, it's, 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 it's awesome. So, uh, we get really, uh, we get really deep into that. We get deep into some of the other products. We get deep into, um. Uh, some safety stuff we get into design, that kind of stuff uh, really really cool. Uh, I really like what he's uh, what he's done. I like the fact that they're growing. I like the fact that they are pretty much single single minded you know focused on getting like these premium products out to uh, mobile hunters and that's just you know really fantastic to see so um, also he we, we get to talking about the Mad rock uh, safeguard okay now if you are, one of the one of the guys or gals that are into one to climbing and then rappelling down. This will probably perk your ears if you probably perused any of the internet forums and Facebook groups and things like that. You will know that this, the, you know, the, the the safeguard is highly highly coveted and it is highly highly sold out. So you would do yourself a service to listen to the end of the episode. Near the episode, Dan makes a very generous uh, announcement. Uh, I think it's generous anyway, for listeners of this podcast, and uh, I'm not going to tell you about it. You're going to have to listen to the end. I hate it when people do that. I know you can just fast forward to the end, but you know I want you to listen to it, and we'll see if it works. But listen all the way through, and uh, he's uh, he's got a very, uh, very very generous offer for listeners of this podcast for an item that is very, very hard to find, uh, especially going into, um, into hunting season. You know, some, some seasons have already started, uh, out West and, uh, but I think most, most seasons, Midwest, East, whatever, they're going to start, uh, you know, in, in like a couple weeks, you know, uh, Minnesota opens like on the middle of, of September. It's only like, like two weeks away, two and a half weeks away. And I'm really, really jazzed about it. So anyway, um, rambled on long enough. So I guess without any further ado, here is my interview with Dan Osterhout. Change the change where the layout is on the surface is uh here we go, recording so okay. Um so uh Dan O. Dan, it's Osterhout, right? Yeah, Osterhout. Mm-hmm. Osterhout. That's right, Dan Osterhout. Uh, Dano from um, Eastern Woods Outdoors. www.doublesteps.com. It's a site I've been on uh, ever since you pretty much, um, you know, came up with the thing. And um, thanks for thanks for coming back on again. You were a guest about a year ago, just over a year ago, and I thought, man, um, with the with the explosion of not only just like people hunting in the woods, you know, you know, more hunters, more people in the woods, that kind of thing, but this continued wave of, um, mo- you know, mostly kind of uh, the saddle hunting boom and the bow hunting boom. Um, I thought I wanted to get you back on here again. So um, sure. if, if, mm-hmm. if people kind of, I, I kind of did a very quick summation there, but if people haven't heard of you before, can you kind of just give like a quick, big, quick uh, kind of synopsis of uh, what you guys do
1: yeah so we basically provide um, our niche market really is saddle hunting but we carry you know hunting supplies camping supplies um, quite a wide variety now but our our heart and soul is really still the saddle hunting world and anything that we can carry um, to support that endeavor pretty much everything but the saddle um, at this point uh, there are some talks in the works of maybe offering some saddles on the site but as of right now everything but the saddle
0: everything about the saddle and um i think when we talked last last year I had asked you how, because this gets confusing sometimes for people, mm-hmm. your company's Eastern Woods Outdoors, but the domain or the the HTML or, or HTTP <laughs> or whatever is, is, yes. do, is, is double steps dot com. Um, can
1: you kind of go through that real quick again about
0: what why the difference right. there? Right.
1: Yeah. So we started this back in the fall of 2018, uh, late summer. Uh, there was a need for double steps, uh, the prevalence of lone wolf. Uh, single step climbing sticks and everyone wanted a double step to put on top or to put on you know all three steps or top and bottom and a lot of guys can't do that type of machining at home and I had a friend that had just started uh, he had left his company and started his own machine shop so we got together and did a group buy and you know sold a couple hundred double steps and uh, I was just packing them and selling them i wasn't making anything i was just you know paying him for the group buy and we did it again and it got to be a little much and i said i gotta make this easier on myself so that's where double dot com came came into the picture we set that up just to make it easier for guys to order and easier for me to have all the orders in one spot so it didn't take long after that though for Uh, The requests, you know, they kept coming in. Hey, can you make these? Can you make these? Uh, Can you add that? And we couldn't just be double steps. So we switched it up to Eastern Woods Outdoors. And there's a little story behind that name, but, uh, um, you know, it's kind of not a short, catchy name. It was just a spur of the moment type thing. But Mm -hmm. um, that's why we switched it up to Eastern Woods Outdoors. But everyone was already linked to us as double steps. So. Um, easternwoodsoutdoors.com will get to us, as well as a whole bunch of other domains, but um, those are the two primary ones.
0: So, um, going back just a little bit, then, uh, mm-hmm. before all of this, right? I mean, you're you're a hunter. Yes. Um, how you know how how long was it always was it always kind of in, in, in your blood? Was it in your family? Um, you know, what, what was your kind of hunting lineage or how how did you, how did you get to this point? And then,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, so we, uh, I grew up, uh, we were in South Dakota when I was a little kid and then into uh, Iowa, my dad hunted pheasants. Um, so we were kind of in the pheasant capital of the world there, um, in South Dakota and, uh, did some small game hunting as a kid, but it wasn't until we moved to Michigan about 1983 that we got into deer hunting so my dad and I and uh kind of once that first season hit uh I've been deer hunting ever since every single year so deer hunting is my passion I I do love going out west hunting some other big game I love hunting turkeys I love to fish but you know I just don't have time to do it all <laughs>
0: I, I I I was I was gonna say you know we yeah. um the first, the first, the first one we did a year ago, I believe it was a late night one mm-hmm. as well, which is perfect for me because normally I have to like beg people to be like, man, I'm so sorry, but can we do this super late, you know? <laughs> but you're like, oh no, you no, know, the later the better because uh, you know you're um, even then like business was taken off for you and yes. uh, it just slammed. You had you know another job and this was like like a side gig that's just exploding, and now you're like full time into this and still. Um, you know, b- business ownership ain't easy, man. But I mean, like for anybody right. that says like, you know, to, to anybody that's uh, successful, like, oh, it must be nice. Well, I mean, you know, you're like you said, you're up till midnight, one o'clock, like every night, just just mm-hmm. hustling away. You know what I mean? So it's um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that hustles out there because it seems like right now <laughs> we're very, very lacking in in hustle. Has, yes. has, that, has that affected you guys? Yeah. Um, Uh, I know I know on some products right Mm -hmm. like like let's just jump like the mad rock right the safe safeguard or whatever I mean that's almost Mm -hmm. non-existent There's an aluminum shortage quote unquote but what about all the stuff you do locally like all the all the sticks that you build and the aluminum pieces and parts and stuff how's how's that affecting you
1: uh fortunately my machinist has been able to uh ramp up and he's hired some help too so uh that's that's going okay but the aluminum shortage here is real too so uh, we're waiting on the next batch of uh, tubes Um, there's no feather sticks no one sticks without tubes so uh, we've got a small supply that's dwindling and more coming but you know that's just one example we have uh, really hit europe hard so a lot of my carabiners my kong Uh, Bial, uh, Gravel, um, those mechanical devices and carabiners, uh, Quicklinks. Yeah, just trying to keep them in stock. Um, And they just uh, can't meet uh, the supply. Rope shortage, um, unbelievable right now, what they're telling you. Yeah. Why
0: why the aluminum shortage? What's that about? I know this is kind of diverging from, you know, our, mm -hmm. our main crux of this but I, I'm just curious like why, I, why I, knew. Aluminum, I don't know you
1: know I don't know I, I wish I had an answer for that one because uh I uh would go smack somebody up but uh yeah we uh, I, I don't have any idea I just know you know like in Europe um you know where they've had you know you know serious shutdowns and stuff Italy last year you know being pretty bad it has taken yep. them a long time to get ramped back up and things that have been out of stock since December that I just can't get. And, uh, you know, now I'm finding some coming back in stock. uh, But a lot of times, you know, my distributor here in the States doesn't have stuff. So I'm pulling stuff in direct from Italy, um, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to get stuff in stock for guys.
0: Really? God, Mm -hmm. it's just it's crazy. You know, I, I hope I hope the world wakes up to, you know, to to this you know because it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't sorry i'm on a little political rant here but you know pe- people it's it's okay when until until it affects you mm-hmm. you know what i mean right. and then whether it's like thir- you know like first world problems or like actual like problem problems you know until mm-hmm. you feel the pinch um it, people don't it, it doesn't register with them like huh you know this has kind of like cascading consequences you know when you when you shut enti- an entire world down right. you know and, ex- and expect to not have a a terrible knock-on effect, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a years down the road kind of thing. So I don't know. May, maybe some people learn. Mo- most, some people will never learn. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, right. I, I, yeah, I'm glad you guys are um, still kind of, kind of fighting and putting out, you know, putting out what you can. So um, yeah.
1: a lot of it's but, looking for alternatives, you know, and finding the best alternative um, for things. Just uh, you know, have something so guys can be practicing this fall, and then hopefully have time to get out and hunt and not be you know uh without a uh, repel device you know so
0: yeah i think um i I think you need to invest in uh in in carbon (laughs) 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 you need you need to start putting out some of that those those carbon sticks that everyone the the,
1: the, the next thing you don't you don't offer
0: anything carbon do you like any of the
1: um yeah yeah nothing nothing carbon right now um you know, our bread and butter is all of our aluminum products so all machined right here in michigan so um, fortunately like i said my machinist has been been able to have help um, one of those is my other son uh, so <laughs> he's able to work with him so that works out well
0: and you said it's uh, it's hunter right was uh
1: so hunter's working for me yep that's uh, kind of my, he's my right hand man uh, with social media uh, you'll see him on facebook he tries to jump in and You'll help out when he can, and um, you'll see him on on chat during the evenings as well. But, so uh, my, my
0: apologies to hunter because um, I just I just put out a video recently on on the uh, the ultimate um, one stick you know mm-hmm. and uh, for some reason I th- I said yeah Dano and, and I think his and I said I think his son is Nate and I don't know where I got Nate from
1: <laughs> I have no well, idea we did I have Nate a Nate
0: we had well, a Nate did.
1: last year we did yeah okay mm-hmm. all right well I got so, it
0: from somewhere but my maybe. apologies
2: to him
1: because it's out there on the,
0: on, on the video but uh, yeah so we can dive into that too um I just, uh so for the past couple of years I've been using uh another um platform and stick I've had the Hawk Heliums, you know, cut down. Uh and I was using an Artisan Outdoor uh platform, you know, doing the mm-hmm. one sticking thing. And I was one sticking up and one sticking down. And I had tried doing um uh, the rappel thing last year mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. wasn't using any kind of device or anything like that uh, but i was using like the the black diamond etc mm-hmm. and uh it just got a little too fiddly you know i tried it a couple times and it wasn't for me and made a video about that too and then people were i mean that I was one that. of the ones yeah. oh god so many <laughs> like like dislikes and i'm like hey it's just <laughs> an opinion and it, it even says yeah. it might be right for you you know right. but um, you know you tell youtube goes but yeah. um so uh, there's obviously since i got that was one of the very first platforms mm-hmm. and it's it's served it's it's purpose mm-hmm. well i like it um you know it's it's definitely you know a more affordable option but um you know going up going up and down like going up is okay going down just mm-hmm. sucks with with a one oh, stick yeah. thing. no fun um, no fun at all and i was using that amp steel daisy chain and just trying to um I, I make the analogy of like if if you don't take the the loop off the uh, uh like the versa button or something like that and actually move your mm-hmm. stick and you're just mm-hmm. kind of shimmying that stick up it's kind of like i uh, i reckon it to kind of shimmying on your fat pants you know like side to side <laughs> side to side left right left right, right you know and kind of right. shimmy it up. get stuck yeah. in the bark and of course then you got to repeat that on the way down which yeah. is not fun yeah. um so this year i'm like okay so i've, I've had a fad basically since all last season to kind of think about what I want to do with my setup for this year. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, looked at that, that ultimate, you know, one stick really, but what the ultimate platform and everything really, really hard, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, pulled the trigger on it and I, man, it is, it is nice. I, I mm-hmm. really, really like it. I'm glad I did it. Um, you know, I'm going to say right off the bat, it's not cheap, you know, no. but no. nothing is, but yeah. Um, I make I make this point in the video too If you're gonna go and buy a mobile like a true Like high zoop super ramper like mobile setup, right? Mm -hmm. You can do um There's 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 a whole variety of like awesome sticks out there Awesome tree stands out there like the lone wolf stuff or the Mm -hmm. uh, you know the dan infault stand and this and that um, you know those start, let's say like a lone wolf assault starts at like 260 bucks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then you're buying the sticks and, and, and whatnot. So this whole um ultimate one stick that I pretty much, you know, you, you put it together a la carte basically. And we can we're gonna get into this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um it was it was always like 270 like seventy bucks or something the way I had to kit it out. And some people are like oh my god i can't believe it's so expensive for a stick and this and that it's like no you don't understand this right. is everything and i'm not just right. i'm not just all about like lightweight because i don't really care um to me it's ease of use um and like fiddliness you know what i mean yeah. if that's even a term sure um, <laughs> ease of ease of that and this thing is just it's awesome i've been i've been you know, obviously just kind of practicing with it um, just maybe like four or five times up and down, you know, uh, preseason kind of thing. But I can already tell it's, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Um, do you want to talk about the one stick and kind of what it is, the idea behind it and mm-hmm. uh, just how, how people can kind of just outfit it?
1: Yeah. So I started last season uh, one sticking with Out on a Limb uh, Scout, the angled scout. And I'm a leaner, so the angled scout just worked great for me. Pairing it with the squirrel steps on, you know, uh, longer sits or bigger trees, uh, short hunts, uh, nothing, just the one stick with the scout on top. And then uh, we started looking at it and, you know, brainstorming and, you know, let's, because a lot of guys were still using a platform. So they might one stick, you know, and then also use a platform. And it's like, let's, try to make something better here. And we started working on something and we're about ready to release it. And uh, uh, Matt from Out of a Limb sent me, you know, hey, look what I've got. And a picture of the monarch. And uh, I sent him a picture of what we've been working on and they're very similar. Mm. And uh, so it was like, well, well, now we can't do that. So we went back to the drawing board again and, you know, tried to think of, you know, what, something some set uh, so it we went bigger. And I'm glad we did. The front edge of the, the ultimate platform you know is significantly wider, but not as wide as a, you know the platform, but it's a couple inches wider than like a scout or a monarch. And I really like that. Um, and we still have the angle, but then we have more of a flat surface. But really, the, the thing that sets that apart is the, the standoff, the, you know, the tree bracket is built into the upper platform. So there's absolutely no wiggle. Um, you know, you can't dislodge it no matter how hard you jump on it from the side. And you know, that was important to me. I'm big. I'm 6'5". I'm, uh, uh, size 13 shoes. I wanted a platform that would fit, but not be too big and still be usable as a, you know, mobile system. So with our one stick, it we kind of offer it with a double step on top. You can put a Scout on top. You can put a Monarch or you can put the UP. So we kind of have it broken up and in that order um, or it on the website is actually the reverse order, you know, largest to the smallest. So kind of we're all about choices. We like to uh, provide options, not you know, cookie cutter. Everyone gets the same thing. So the downside of that is we have a lot of options. So you kind of have to pick and choose uh, what you're looking for when you build the stick. And uh, I do admit our website is not the greatest at that right now. And we are looking at other product configurators that we can do to kind of walk you through, you know, pick your stick you know, what size stick do you want? 12, 15, 18. You want to, you know, camouflage and then uh, camo dipped is what it is. And then you pick the top of the stick platform. Then you pick on the bottom, you know, do you want a sonator? Do you want an ultimator, noator? And so we kind of, it kind of walks you through those different steps. And our current site does the same thing, it's just you kind of have to go top down. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, there are definitely some options and there's some Things that trip people up. It defaults to like two climbing stick brackets, but if you want the ultimate platform, you don't need to. You only need one, so it's actually um, pretty affordable when you consider you can drop off twenty six bucks or so for the for the one standoff. So
0: right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. The website isn't um, it not as w- w- once you're into the category that mm-hmm. you think you should that you know you, whatever category it is it's it's pretty fun it's pretty good right
1: mm-hmm. um
0: just trying to find it sometimes um, <laughs> search
1: bar you know you use yeah
0: because <laughs> it, it's not it's not laid out by like platforms and sticks it's laid yeah. out as uh uh metal hardware and plastic hardware and you know so you got to kind of mm-hmm. dig in like is this where it should be or so but but yeah once you're in there like you said sometimes you have like too many options but um mm-hmm. I, th- I think i think what makes these things so good is that you can definitely outfit it exactly the way you want um, you can you can do the uh, the height of your of your actual stick. Mm-hmm. Um, from, you know, wh- wh- you can choose what kind of step you want. You can choose what kind of platform you want, what kind of standoffs you want. Uh, what kind, like you said, I'm, I'm just repeating what you're saying here, mm-hmm. but I mean, what kind of aiders and all this and that. And it's, it's really, really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm really digging it. And it's, you know, mine ended up like super lightweight. Um, mm-hmm. again, I'm not, I'm not like chasing the lightweight thing, but I was very, very impressed with, um, just how sturdy it was too. Like you said, it doesn't really move on the tree. Um, the, um, j- just just because those hawk heliums are so kind of light and flimsy okay which Mm -hmm. is that's their design okay it's not a flaw Mm -hmm. um but then if you mount a um a platform on top of it like i had you know that those holes tend to get egged out a little bit as you shift your weight side to side you know because you're Mm -hmm. bolting that platform to the top holes that uh that you take the little fold out um, uh, steps out of and, you know, after after a couple of years, it started to squeak and kind of move around on me. And then I would actually have to, um, uh, I would carry a ratchet strap with me mm. uh, aside from the uh, uh, amp steel. So right. once I was actually at height, I would wrap the ratchet strap around there very, as quietly as I could. Um, and you can do it. And mm-hmm. ratchet it to the tree so that there's no kind of kick out or whatever. Because if you're trying to kick out sideways and lean around the tree or push push away um, any kind of side load or even like like away kind of load from the tree, if you're trying to shoot around or something like that, that's it, it would tend to move around on me. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, I, I haven't used um, the, the, the 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 ultimate stick. You know that long um mm-hmm. i've just been kind of practicing with it but it but it seems to grip a whole lot better and it's way stiffer like you don't have any of the flex right. um, the standoffs uh to i think they well not seem to they do uh kind of hold the i'm, I'm looking at it right now so i'm kind of talking here but they, mm-hmm. they 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 hold it they hold the stick away from the tree just a little bit farther away from the tree so you got some more foot room yeah. but what i found was those little side wings um on there Mm-hmm. They allow you to kind of come around and push off with one foot and still have the other foot, you know, on the the non-wing part to be able to kind of steady yourself uh, as you're kind of curled around the tree. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. So I wasn't able to do that very well with the previous uh, uh, platform and, and stick. And again, it was just a limitation of like the, the combination, you know what I mean? Just like everything else, everything evolves. Right. And what you're putting out is just, I mean, as soon as I put it on the tree and I, you know, I did the cam cleat, you know, and I, I shoved it down, you know, you, you put, you know, you, you do mm-hmm. the rope around the tree and, you know, set it. I was like, man, you can immediately tell that these, these teeth bite better. Um, and it's just a better, sturdier system than, than what I've been running before. So that so that was the first thing that really jumped out at me.
1: Right. Yep. Yeah. I take it, uh, I'm, I'm probably close to 250 now and I, uh, I get up on mine and i can jump off the side as high as i can get you know swinging on my tether uh-huh. and come comes slamming back into the up directly on the side and you can't dislodge it there there's no no movement um you know the tree's moving <laughs> but uh right yeah the uh, up is just not going anywhere
0: yeah um so uh, again, just kind of going through the thing here. I'm looking at it. So it's it's camo dipped. It's uh it, it's really nice. Um, I'm guessing it's that uh, the water transfer dip, right? Is that what that is? It's like a dipped uh dip tube. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then mm-hmm. the uh, the platform itself, at least the one I have, the ultimate platform is is, is a, it's powder coated. I'm guessing right on the. Uh,
1: Correct. Yep. And, yeah. and we end up using the same uh, powder coating that Adel and uses for the Scouts and the Monarchs. Um, there's just nothing else out there that has that texture. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we looked and looked and looked and, and came up with that one. And, you know, I obviously like to have something in, uh, you know, olive drab or gray or you know, a coyote brown something, but they only get. I think it's like white and black. <laughs> so, right. uh, you know, I know someday I they'll they'll have yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, else if they're looking black. that
0: close, you're, you're busted anyway. I think at yeah. that point, I don't think that's but an issue.
1: But there's nothing else, uh, you know, that provides that type of grip. So we really mm-hmm. like that um, that texture on there.
0: Yeah, yeah. it uh, it seemed very grippy, and you've got some uh, uh, not not knurling or, but you got some like um, cutouts and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, ridges and stuff kind of uh machined into this thing i don't know if it's cast or machine i think it's cast but um uh, yep. yeah no yeah, it's, it's uh,
1: machined 100 oh it machined. is machined yeah mm-hmm. ah. so we do we only do machining um not a fan of casting yeah. but uh there mm-hmm. is welding on that so it's machined and welded
0: yeah you know what you, you can't tell because it's oh yeah you can <laughs> tell the weld underneath i haven't even looked underneath, underneath on that yeah, yeah. yeah. yep yep but uh, no, it, it's just a beautiful piece. Um, you know, you can definitely tell the, I mean, you pick it up and you're like, okay, some money went into this and thought went into this and you're, you're getting a quality, uh, quality item. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing, I don't know if you saw in the video, the one thing that I didn't like was uh, the rope notch you have in here, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. where um, um, I personally sanded that down um, mm-hmm. and took away the, uh, the, the textured powder coat, just because I just, you know, kind of made me nervous having that rope um, rub in that texture area. We did some
1: testing. You know, I took uh, some scrap rope and I, because we thought about sanding it down and there's just no way to like powder coat it uh, unless we just cover it and leave it bare metal. We didn't want to do that. So I took some rope and I I ran it back and forth hard um, for a while. And what surprised me was it didn't damage the rope at all, and it actually did smooth the the notch out a little bit.
2: <laughs> no kidding. I,
1: yeah, because the rope we're using is you know it's canyon, uh, canyoneering rope, so mm-hmm. it's made to be abrasion resistant and heat resistant, and yeah, it, rope did not look any worse for the wear. And my my thought on it is, I like the notch. It's very important. It keeps the rope there, so then the rope isn't sliding side to side i think the side to side is the worst part of it you know if you didn't have a notch that rope could slide side to side and then you could start cutting fibers you know, sawing action. Edge. yeah yeah whereas yeah. running down that groove it's not really wearing that rope so but yeah. sanding it is yeah sure it's not going to hurt it one bit yeah you're right it's kind of bare metal
0: right now just kind of staying in there but i'll just Mm -hmm. i'll just spritz it with some black spray paint or something and uh,
1: because i'm using
0: uh, op too that eight millimeter so Mm -hmm. um
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and and that's something new that you know i've watched other people with their videos um that 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 notch thing that we're talking about folks is um if you i i haven't done one yet on the video at least not actually showing it um, in actual use, I think I kind of demonstrated it, but um, there's other videos on one sticking out there. And um, if you, when, when the whole point of that little notch, it's a very cool idea, is that when you bring your stick up, you're bringing it up right in front of you. Now, I used the way I used to do it, I used to kind of hang off to the side. I'd mm. have my tether just a little bit offset, um, so that swing off to the side, and I'd lean down to my right, you know, fiddle with the stick, bring it up you know, reattach it and then swing back over and step on the stick, right? So, But mm-hmm. I would always be a little bit offset. With this yeah. one, I decided to try what um, all these guys are doing, which is, um, you know, you, you can still lean down and then and, and grab it. But then when you bring the, the stick up, you're basically shoving the stick right in front of you. It's in front of your face, in mm-hmm. front of your chest. And, of course, your tether line is going straight up too. And your tether captures um, the platform and stick and kind of holds it for you while it's all, it's all. I don't want to say hands mm-hmm. free because I don't want anyone to drop it, but it right, definitely yeah. it definitely shoves because you're hanging there and um, the, the rope kind of comes down and goes through that notch and shoves this thing into the tree, um, which kind of keeps it in place while you redo the cam buckle um, mm-hmm. as, as you brought it up. It's a very, very cool idea. Um, you know you got a notch in here so the thing's not going to, like we said, go uh, uh, sway back and forth and act in like a sawing motion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So just Really, a lot of cool innovative features. You've got this um, cable um, on top of it. Uh, It's like a little wire, you know, coated wire cable that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it gives you a little more length so that when you're going to reach down and grab this thing and kind of dislodge it as you pull it up you can pull it on this you don't have to reach all the way down to uh the platform surface itself you know it gives you i'm going to say i got a tape measure here i mean it gives you another like almost six you know six six some inches or whatever that Mm -hmm. uh, is closer to your hand um just lots of cool little features um the standoffs are just outstanding like i said they really really bite um you know way better than anything i've ever had so, uh can can and I know you guys offer different standoffs, right? Is that is we that We do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for the for the one stick, we really uh, you know, they're going to be anodized, but you get your choice between the standard and we'll call that heavy duty or the ultralights. The default is the ultralights. The standard or heavy duty is what we kind of recommend and for the guys getting closer to 300 and over. Um just so there's no that that's really the only component that kind of has our weight rating of you know 300 pounds and when you get close Mm -hmm. to that you know you can bend those if you're if you're not setting them perfectly like if there's a knot or the tree isn't perfectly round there's a way that uh, you could put all your weight on one leg and then you potentially could bend it or bend the bolt. Um, so so for that reason, we, we say use the standard, um, you know, heavy-duty version for those guys.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I think I have the the ultra-lightweight one because it looks yeah. all scalloped out and drilled out. Yep. I mean, it's really <laughs> cool looking. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, I, I know I keep kind of repeating this, but you, you look at this and like i don't regret like man what did my money go to like every little <laughs> piece that you look into this thing oh yeah that's where my money went to and it's and it's and it, it looks it looks like well finished sturdy top of the line so it gives you a little more peace of mind and just like confidence with everything right and, and hunting especially confidence mm-hmm. is huge if you have it if you have it in your equipment you're not worried about it then um just going to make for a more Pleasurable hunt, I think you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, and the attachment um, uh, mechanism, I guess that I used was uh, uh, this cam cleat, this cam cleat system. And I'm not sure if you have if you offer other systems
1: or is it just all just just cam cleat. We pretty much some guys build their own one stick and they might put an aluminum button on there, um, but w- by default we include the cam cleat when you buy the mm-hmm. package. Um, we were using the Schaefer. And now we're using the Harkin just because of availability, and uh, so far Harkin has been able to keep up with our demand. And so you know, there are a few few dollars more. They're both the same size um, and use the same size ropes. So the that three sixteenths full berry am steel works perfect in it. Um, some guys, if they're building their own, just when you hear we sell ours with am steel, just. No, you can't use regular AM steel. Um, AM steel is hollow and it won't work in a cam cleat uh, reliably. So, ours. Because it gets pinched, right? Yeah, it's hollow. Yep. So, yeah, it'll yep. flatten right out. And right. then that defeats the purpose of the cam cleat, it uh, can't wrap it. Well, so, I, I
0: was wondering about that because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this looks like Amsteel, you know, but yep. then it, it doesn't feel like it because, but then again, I've never had Amsteel this thick, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense that you say that.
1: It's a full Barry Amsteel. So it's 316. So it's got the 316s rope all the way back down inside. So it's more like a traditional rope with a sheet and a core. You can pull a tank like, with that thing. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Works perfectly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could. I tell you, it's, it's a
0: lot more user-friendly uh, than I thought it was going to be. Um mm-hmm than what I mean, like I said, because before I was just using that what, seven, what is it, uh, uh, 764, right? Yeah, 764 the daisy steel on, on the, yeah, the daisy chain, mm-hmm. um, which which is great when it's hooked up, but again, just um, trying to un, undo uh, it from above. Undo mm-hmm. it exactly, trying to get yeah. those loops, you know, on the one hand, it's awesome because it's so skinny and so light, but then mm-hmm. once it's hooked onto something, it's also works against you because it's so skinny and so light and all those little Mm -hmm. holes the loops that kind of close up on you and you got to like like fiddle and get it over the uh the versa button and get it off and um this is just like it, it pops right out now um i I, I've kind of done my little MacGyvering to this too, but I want you to kind of see, uh, address if you've, if you've done anything like this. Um, one of the common complaints with the cam cleat is that it's loud, right? Because yes. the internally, mm-hmm. you know, once you pull the rope out, you know, I don't know if you it's can yeah. hear a microphone, like you can you know, hear that, right? Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. What I've done, and that's actually dulled a little bit. What I've done is I kind of took it apart. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, of course.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, there's an internal stop inside of there where it kind of hits the inside of a machined out kind of curved path, right? Yeah. Um, so what I did, I just put a little bit of hot hot milk glue in there just a touch to act okay. as like a little buffer. Um, mm-hmm. Not enough to keep the cam cleats, you know, open. They're, they stay so close, you know, pretty much almost all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen guys do... Uh, uh, I don't know heat shrink tubing on there. Um, yeah, just basically, strip. it's yeah mm-hmm. something, right? Um, yeah. Is, 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 do you have a, do you have a better solution to that or?
1: No, and and unfortunately we we won't recommend anything because it's altering the yes. the component yeah. that's holding the stick to the tree. So we can't recommend anything. But yeah, I have seen where they've done um, you know the stealth strips or the other things inside. Um, the simple one is you know. A hairband or a, a bungee cord, you know, mm-hmm. the small eighth inch. Uh, you just wrap that around the center uh, inside there, so you don't have to even take anything apart, and it just keeps them from from touching a little bit. It, it helps a little bit, but yeah, I my, saw that. Yeah, yeah, I haven't I haven't done anything on mine, but I'm not good enough to hunt the bed areas. Um, I'm not a huge trophy hunter. I hunt. uh am a meat hunter, so. I, I just go slow and you know it's going to make a little noise. I'm making so much noise in the woods anyway. Um, I just try to keep my finger in there when I'm pulling it out and you know let it close slower. So it, it takes a little more time to climb but um, I just didn't want to you know take the time or you know potentially change something that might affect how it would work.
0: Yeah, so, especially since you own the company, you can't, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can't be like, hey, alter this, but, um, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm glad you said that about, uh, you know, you're making, definitely I'm making, okay, I'm not like super stealth ninja guy, right, <laughs> I try to be better about it, but um, I, I'm making, trust me, I'm making more noise um, just even not, not even metallic noise, but like scraping and shuffling and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that still seems unnatural, right? I mean, stuff mm-hmm. shouldn't be making that noise up the tree. I understand it's more of a natural sound if you're, if you're scraping your body against like tree bark or whatever, but,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, you can lean down and just like, you don't have to let these things snap. You can lean right. down, pull the rope out and just kind of gently let them kind of come back down softly. Um, mm-hmm. the two, the two, uh, spring loaded, uh, and if, and people, if you don't know what we're talking about, just go look up cam cam cleat or like a one stick one stick cam cleat and you'll see you'll see what we're talking about but they're like two spring-loaded uh toothed um uh i guess wheel not wheels cams you know they kind (laughs) of come together uh and they and they each have an internal stop inside and uh when they slam shut they make like a they got like a ping noise but if you take the rope out slowly um then you can certainly take your time and uh, avoid that. It's, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's not that, that big a deal, but I mean, you know, we get so anal about like, you know, we got to be like ultra quiet and this and that. So you know, it's just, it's just something to think about if you're Mm. that, that, that focused on, um, uh, quietness and things like that. So, um, but, uh, but other than that, man, it's, it's really hard to fault this thing. Um, I, I wish I'd gotten just a little bit longer of a stick. Um, I got the two-step aider, uh, Mm -hmm. and the, and, and I'm happy with the aider lengths. They're like 15 inch uh, step spacing. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can choose all of this, right? I mean, like I said, it's a la carte say i want to mm-hmm. stick this long i want these kind of uh standoffs i want these kind of steps on it i want this kind of uh um uh, aider and this this much you know spacing on it um but other than other than that i mean i'm i'm so looking forward to using this thing because it's it's just going to make a life a whole lot uh a whole lot more um easier climbing and i think mm-hmm. more secure once i'm up there and again it goes back to the confidence thing yeah and the
1: bulk factor um, yep. I hunted, uh, now I didn't have the UP last, uh, last fall. I was using the scout, but I had my one stick on my backpack, my repel kit inside my backpack. We did a uh, canoe hunt where we would, you know, sit up in the morning, you know, I'd climb up and saddle hunt in the morning. Then we would do, you know, canoeing, um, you know, deer drives through the swamps and then set up in the afternoon again. And we did that for a couple of days. You know, I never took my backpack off um I wouldn't do that with four climbing sticks or or even a hand climber I wouldn't be doing a deer drive with that stuff on my back going through swamps but it it just was so lightweight and you know we're in a canoe and I'm just hopping the canoe canoe down around and you know it uh that's the bulk and the the weight factor I think uh just you know it's worth it
0: yeah um just in in general too um when it comes to the to, to saddle hunting in general too and and I've, I've mentioned this people have mentioned this i think you and i talked about it that um you know sometimes you may not decide to climb the tree let's say you're mm-hmm. uh, you get to the woods and it's uh you know you're kind of you know driving really fast j- just to get there right after work just so you can get in as much time in the woods as you can you don't have a lot of time um and you, you may get somewhere and you're like you know what kind of tired I don't really feel like climbing a tree with mm-hmm. with this setup right it's so small uh so compact I'm talking saddles and everything that you don't feel guilty just sitting at the base of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of a tree or in some on some de- deadfall whereas if you were to you know haul in like you know four sticks and a tree stand and this and that you almost feel like obligated like man I, yes. I carried all this crap in here I, sh- I really ought to get in a tree when yep. um, you know it's I don't know, it's just it's one of those like it just gives you an option like hey i have this with me mm-hmm. i may not need it i i may or may not i don't know but i'm going to take it with me just in case and i've never regretted um mm-hmm. having it to, uh, on my on my backpack right you know so um so uh you said that you were uh, were you were you going to do repelling this year or did you try it last year
1: I've been repelling for quite a few years. Oh, you have? Okay. Um, yeah, even when I was using four sticks or three sticks, once I started using eighters, um, I was repelling just because, you know, we're up here in Michigan. Uh, it could be cold, uh, sleet, freezing rain, snow. I-, I feel it's safer coming down repelling than climbing down a stick or even, a, you know, a stick with eighters. you know, makes it even a little bit trickier. So I was repelling even when I was climbing with sticks. Um, I had some repelling experience, uh, you know, quite a few years ago, you know, college uh, time frame. So I was comfortable repelling, and uh, yeah, I it's the only way to go, no matter how well, I get up. What were you using back then? For what, what, kind of, yeah, what kind of equipment were you using back then? I was trying out a lot of stuff, so you know, figure eight ATC style, um, you know, trying a bunch of different things and then when i got the mad rock safeguard um that was it <laughs> yeah. yeah that was yeah. it mm-hmm. um
0: i i tried like i said i tried that uh, repelling last last year for a little mm-hmm. for i mean when i said i tried i really didn't give it much much earnest effort okay to be to be absolutely mm-hmm. honest i mean i tried it a few times and uh you know i came up with reasons why i didn't want to do it i was using that DTC I, I i tried the figure eight um the one you sell too i think it's that uh it's that oh, yeah. anodized purple one i think mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. uh and I, I found the ATC was a little, little less bulky. They're di- they're different bulk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a little bit smaller. But then I was still like, man, I got this thing dangling here, and then I got to set it up for rappel, and I got to carry extra, mm. extra rope, and um, so I, I went away from it. I'm like, screw it. I only go up like 16 feet anyway, at the most. I can I can make four or five jumps back down. It's kind of a pain um, doing. But anyway, so this year I'm like, okay, so I'm I'm, you know, investing in this new stick. Um, I Thought well why let me give this the repelling another try mm-hmm. and um i w- was originally going to go with the safeguard but of course it's out of stock so that so that made the decision for me to you know to not do that and i didn't want to carry the atc and this that and the other so then i looked into the munter hitch right
2: mm-hmm. and
0: uh everyone's like well you know you can kind of do that with the carabiners you already have um and I I did a kind of a quick video. Not I always say quick video. It turns into a, like a way long video because <laughs> um, I never edit anything and I really should. But um, yeah, I'm I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, the only thing, oh, you know, good, extra. That's good it yeah. is. Yeah. The only extra thing I needed to carry was like a longer rope. Now, before um, I was using two, two tethers. I hang from two tethers, two bridges, just, you know, for my own peace mm-hmm. of mind. And they were both mm-hmm. like seven foot. They're both going like a small, like. Um, it's not even a dump pouch, so it's a really smaller pouch, you know, um, but other than having one of those ropes now be like, you know, like 30 foot, actually it ends up being like 20 something foot after the, after I make the loop and girth hitch and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Um, so a little more bulk in, in, in rope and I'm carrying one extra carabiner, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm just clipping that off to my side. That's really the only extra thing I'm carrying um and it allows me when i'm up there since i'm you have two tethers to still hang off of the one and disconnect my main one that's you know go down you know all the way to the ground i can disconnect my carabiner and i'm using a prusik i'm using prusik on both of them i'll mm-hmm. untie the prusik retie it into an auto block and again if you don't know what i'm talking about just like, watch the video guys <laughs> and and um you know i'll take that extra carabiner and that'll be the one that clips to my lineman's belt with the auto block and that's it. And uh, that way I can uh, load that up and still be um, secure in the tree because I'll have my uh, second tether still there. And I can loosen that one up and make sure I got tension on the one I'm going to repel with before. So I'm always attached. So that just, other than the, the fiddling around with undoing a Prusik and redoing that same, it, it's a Beal Cordelette is what I'm using. Mm-hmm. Um, and just retying that same uh, cord as an block. I, I, I'm not losing anything, you know, quick little monter right. hitch, easy, boom, down they go. And I'm like, man, this is, this is the ticket, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know, there's, I'm not sure of the percentage, but I know probably more than 50% do hang from a tether and then repel. Um, I think the people that are one sticking, I think it's in single digits, you know, like 3%, one stick down. Um, from everyone I talked to, I mean, there's just nobody admitting that they won stick down much. So I think, uh, you were in the minority last year and I'm glad you're seeing the light now and, uh, going to the repellent, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: no, I could see how much fun it was. It was just for me. Like I get, I get kind of like the mental, like uh, block of like, man, I don't want to carry extra crap. I don't want to do this. You yeah. know, it, it's only, mm-hmm. it's only a few jumps up. And a few. when I say jumps, like a few moves, you know, mm-hmm. but then, mm-hmm. uh, but then when you actually get a system that works for you, then it's like, OK, uh, I, 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 I can repel. I can do it my way and I can do it without, um, you know, with, with minimal equipment and still be like 100 percent, you know, safe. You know, there's mm-hmm. nothing I'm doing that doesn't have like at least like a one backup. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Plus, at the end of the night, man, it's, it's a lot easier to just zip right down, throw stuff in your
1: pack and just walk out. You know, yeah. hmm Yeah, so I I do um, I basically clip onto my Mad Rock safeguard from the ground, and I climb with it, I hang from it, and I repel. So I'm mm-hmm. never disconnected. So I I'm using that device the whole time, and uh, yeah, and you can do that with the Birdie too, and and some of the other devices. I do recommend uh, you know pressing above the device. So it'll self-tend as you go up or if you need to go, you know, you know, take out the slack. But then if you, you know, if anything happens, it, it's going to hold you. Um, and and we do recommend having a, a backup Prusik, um, even with the safeguard. But not mm-hmm. many do. <laughs> but I like that. Yeah, that they don't see you, yeah. Yeah, it's just if at any point of the hunt, the climb, um, hunting, hunting, uh, if anything happens, I can immediately repel. I'm, yeah, I can just repel straight down out of the tree. So I kind of like that aspect of it where I, you know, I'm never disconnected and I'm ready to repel at any minute.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've never dropped, um, my stick out of a tree, (laughs) but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you always like I, like I'm I'm always like Mr. Contingency, okay? So mm-hmm. I mean, to the point of like you know annoyance of some people, but it's like okay, well, what if you're climbing, um, and with let's just say with a shorter tether, you know, like I used to have, um, they're mm-hmm. both the same length, but um, what if I drop my what if I drop my stick? then it's like a, okay so now you got to figure out how to like use your mm-hmm. other tether and, and tie like a um I don't know like a like like a foot loop into one and yeah, use like a, bowl, a bowline knot or yeah. something you know and step yeah. into that and then lower the other one and lower the other one um and I'm carrying a uh, like one screw in step you know mm-hmm. even though we can't use them on public land in an emergency I'm going to use it you know so yes. that way at least you can kind of take the your weight off your your body or whatever and, and kind of use that to shimmy down but mm-hmm. with this if something happens you're right you are connected to everything there and -hmm. it's like okay well i guess it's time to repel now yep Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's definitely um one question i wanted to ask you with the uh actually a couple questions about that safeguard now that's the safeguard um is is not the the ratings for it it says it's not rated for eight millimeter it's like it's rated for like 8.1 or 8 point something or whatever
2: but there's a difference
0: Mm -hmm. 8.9 So what is the difference between rescue and rigging? I don't understand the, uh, it's kind of climbing terminology, but it says it's it's rated for one and not the other. Can you explain that? Right. Uh,
1: To the best of my knowledge and the way I interpret that, for our use, it is closer to that, um, the rigging, and it should be 89 so we tell guys they should be using 9 mil. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know of an 8.9, you know, rope out there. So we we tell guys you should use a 9 mil rope with the Safeguard. Now, I personally use Oplux 8 mil. Um, I know a ton of guys that do, and I've never once had an issue with it. But again, I'm not in the woods 100 days a year um, hunting either, but I've yep. never had an issue with it. Um, so I can recommend to my friends, but I can't recommend it to everybody.
0: <laughs> no, you know you know, I, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it seems like everyone uses, you know, or ju- just like everyone was, you know, w- w- with the rope band, you know what I mean? They were using yep. it with ropes that are smaller than, um, right. you know, rated for it and this and that, and, uh, you know, just, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, you, user beware kind of thing. You know, you're, you're, you still have to use some common sense and take responsibility for your, for your decisions but... if you decide to use something that's out of spec. But
1: um, I will say... Our, our, alterna- our, um, our alternative, the um, BL Birdie, I don't recommend 8 mil. Um, I have heard, um, I haven't personally experienced it, but I have heard that it can slip a lot easier mm. in the Birdie than the Safeguard. So, because I think it's rated for like 8.5 even, um, but we recommend 9 mil for the Birdie.
0: Okay, I haven't I haven't uh, looked into that one. That safeguard looks pretty cool. I was looking into that because um, I do I do like to adjust um, mm-hmm. when I'm at height, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's 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 hard to do with a prusik. Um, I don't really want to tie one of these. Uh, uh, different types of hitches, like, uh, like mm. was it was a Schwabish or Schwab-ish. Uh, some, mm-hmm. some of the other ones where they tend a little easier. You can move it up and down. So I just, I mm-hmm. like the Prusik. It's simple, but it, but it bites, right? It does. Uh, yeah. It's, which is mm-hmm. great because mm-hmm. you're not going anywhere, but if you want right. to like just adjust your, your tether tension a little bit, if you want to stand up more, lean back more, it's kind of a pain. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so mm-hmm. what I thought was, okay, well, if I get the mad rock, then I can do minor, minor little adjustments, you know, mm-hmm. um, shorten it lengthen it whatever and like you said climb with the thing repel with the thing be connected to the thing the entire time um you know that that was that you know that that went through my mind but then it's like okay well they don't recommend it for eight millimeter and i and it, it's, mm. the, it's not in stock mm-hmm. anyway so uh you know it's not the end of the world because i've been, been doing it for the past two years with 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 prusex anyway so mm-hmm. um That was uh, that was so there's 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 a sister one to that though there's the lifeguard right that some people talk about Mm -hmm. explain the differences between the two
1: yeah pretty much the safeguard and lifeguard are identical the difference is the lifeguard has a spring inside and if you think in a rock climbing uh, environment they are used mostly for belaying a a climber you know he's Mm -hmm. climbing above you you're on the ground you're belaying them through the lifeguard and if he falls it slips a little bit before it like catches immediately um you know to slip a little bit just to give him um you know not a sudden shock mm. and so it it feeds through there as well a lot quicker uh than you know like you wouldn't want to use a safeguard for doing that same thing uh, i'm not sure why they came out with a safeguard originally there must have been a reason other than Saddle Hunters, because it was there before we were using it. So, um, but the Safeguard is in a class all of its own. No other devices, you, you know, the Grigri, the the Birdie, the Trango, uh, none of those other devices um, are like the Safeguard. They're all like the Lifeguard. They have a spring in them.
0: They have a spring in them. So, from again, not I haven't really dived too deep into the, the, difference, the differences between the two, but from mm-hmm. what I've from what I've read, the reason guys don't like the lifeguard is because our hang on, is it? Um, I, I'm just gonna be talking on my ass here. Sorry, but I think <laughs> <laughs> the, they they don't like the spring feature because the, then it doesn't grab quick enough is that is that the like like you said because it's got a little more slip right
1: yeah and and really in our use like if you were if you're just using them for repelling um in my mind they all work the same they, mm-hmm. you know one might be smoother than the other and for your rope or something but the issue really comes down to if you're actually hanging from it or climbing with it so like in my use where I'm climbing with it and then hanging from it as my tether, um, all the other devices and even the safeguard to a degree, if you stood up on your platform and if you shook the rope a certain way and loosened it, that device could slide down the rope a little bit. Mm. So that's really the the issue is that it could slide. And if you don't tend it, you don't pay attention, when you go to sit down, it might be, You know, feeling like someone took the chair out from under you and you might have a whoa moment and uh, and and sit down in your saddle a little farther than you you were expecting to Mm -hmm. because you didn't pay attention that the device had slid down a little bit. I mean, All it takes is you just tend it up a little bit, pull the tag end back to where it should be and then sit down slowly and it'll grip right away. Once they're weighted, they all grip. It's just if it's not weighted, it can slide a little bit easier. And again, going back to the belaying, that's what it's meant to do. It's mm. meant to slide that rope through a lot easier without friction in there. But once it's weighted, it will grip. Um, but the, all, they're all the same. Safeguard is just better because it doesn't have the spring. It doesn't slide down the rope as it, it can, but it doesn't normally.
0: doesn't normally. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, the handle, it's got a handle on there, right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah is there any chance that that gets snagged on anything where it lets you kind of freewheel down or is that, or, or, cause, or do you, do you pull the handle up and out or do you squeeze the handle to let go of pressure? You pull the handle back
1: and okay. you actually have to pull it way back uh, okay. a lot farther than you expect. So the biggest thing with that though, and with any of the devices is your brake hand. You have, you have a lot of control when you're repelling with your brake hand so you can You can almost open that device wide open, and with your brake hand, you know, pulling it against your thigh or your hip, um, you know, you can actually catch yourself, even if that device fully Uh, opened up. Okay. Um, So, and, you know, it's – the device, um, they they all work the same when you're repelling. So, it's just a matter of how far back the lever, you know, comes and how smooth it – based on the rope you have, how smooth it goes through there. But as far as it getting caught and snagged on something, I really think the biggest fear is panic. If somebody panicked Mm. and just pulled that lever straight back and let go with their brake hand, they're getting a fast ride down to the bottom. So that's really the biggest thing is that, you know, if somebody panicked and did both let go with the brake hand and pulled all the way back on the handle
0: okay see that I did not know okay so mm-hmm. thanks for explaining that because um, I thought the like the lever was the end-all be-all that was just like friction in there so mm-hmm. what you're saying is it's already got some like every time rope goes around something right mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's got some friction so what you're saying is yeah. it already has that the lever the lever acts as what and like a like a rope tied auto block would act like an like extra friction.
1: Right. Yeah, so whoever pulling it back is releasing some of that friction. Now, there's still going to be some friction. I mean, it's still going through the device. But if you wide open that handle and yanked it all the way back and let go with your other hand, I mean, yeah, it's mostly a free fall. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be the same as falling out of a tree, but... Uh, you're going down pretty fast. Going down pretty fast. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: That's kind. Of, that's kind of the same. It's kind of the, the mechanical version of, I guess, what I'm doing with that, with that mm-hmm. Munter. Um, mm-hmm. Theoretically, um, you know, you don't need that auto block because you're holding to the tag end of that of that Munter hitch and you're feeding it through. And mm-hmm. if you know, you lift it up, it acts as a brake and it controls the friction. You go down. If but for if some reason, go.
2: <laughs> if for some reason
0: that rope goes out of your hand you're going straight down because that there's not enough friction in that munter and that's what the auto block is there for is to add extra right. friction in case it comes out of your hand to kind of stop you uh, or slow mm-hmm. you down and stop you um, okay so I, I didn't I didn't realize that that's how that that uh, a safeguard yeah. works so that's good now to know. you
1: can put an auto block on the safeguard there was some discussion a while back that that goes against what they what it says but in, in my understanding, using an auto block with the safeguard while repelling, I think it's perfectly acceptable mm-hmm. uh, to use an auto block. I've done it. Um, after a while I got a little more comfortable with it and didn't think I needed it so I don't really use the auto block yeah. but I think it's perfectly safe. And the manual it says something about don't have a device you know don't have a, a friction hitch below the device that is for belaying the way i'm reading it uh, because repelling i mean you you don't want the device above you can't tend it so right. if you're going to have a backup it has to be below the device now you have to keep distance the distance from the auto block to the mechanical device to the figure eight the atc any repel device, you got to make sure you got six inches or eight inches, you know, something more than that, mm-hmm. uh, so that they can't touch. Otherwise, right. the device tends. the
0: It tends the, down. yeah. And by the <laughs> way, t- tending means like, um, what is it that, what, what, what is the, how would you best describe it? it? I, you know, I know it what it is. It kind of but. pushes
1: it, like if you're going up and you yeah. had like a prussic tender, um, it actually pushes against the Prusik, loosens it and slides the prussic up as you're yep. pulling the tag end so going down as you pinch the prussic the auto block you pinch it at the top it loosens it and lets it tends it now if the device touched it then the device itself would be tending it or pushing it Possibly. releasing releasing yep. the friction and down you go right right mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so as uh, obviously this goes without saying um, anybody that's wanting to try any of this stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, try, try it from like five (laughs) feet up. I mean, you know what I, I, actually, I'm sitting down here in my basement and so Mm -hmm. we've got a couple rafters and stuff here and I can't tell you how many times I've quote unquote repelled a whopping, like a foot and a half.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can repel with your feet on the ground. That is the way to practice. Exactly. Um,
0: Mm -hmm. so definitely do that. That way you can get like your, just kind of your whole system organized like okay Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have a carabiner over here okay so if i'm hey a quote-unquote hanging you know this is where i'm going to be uh what's the the motions i need to go through um to you know undo this hitch and retie this hitch or uh just rope um, management, you know, how's everything going to be dangling, you know, cause that's, that's another big thing. Cause you're going to have longer ropes and stuff. So yes. uh, do this in your basement or do this in your backyard. If, if your neighbors don't think you're weird and mm-hmm. just do it from not too high up, you know? Um, and, and also since we're heading into season two, uh, if, if any of this is like new to people, if you're going to go, out, especially in the northern climates, right, if you're going to do mm-hmm. this when it's like sleeting and snow and ice and things like that, um, A, you may not want to climb a tree, which is perfectly acceptable. But, mm-hmm. you know, just test it out first because, you know, your friction in your hand and your ability to do things, uh, fine motor skills, and also like the, you know, if the rope gets wet and icy and this and that, mm-hmm. you don't know what the friction levels are going to be with any of this stuff.
1: Right. So
0: don't find out at 18, 20 feet in the air. <laughs> find yeah, out at, like
1: I, three feet near yeah i always keep the tag in my rappel rope since i'm hanging from it i keep it in my backpack um mm-hmm. but like last year opening day was a oh is a serious storm i should not have been in the tree my tree was swaying so bad but it was rain and cats and dogs so i did not hang from my rappel rope i kept my whole rappel rope in my backpack hung from my tether and then switched over just to keep my rope dry um Mm. you know so I'll I'll sometimes carry three ropes um not always but if the weather dictates I'll carry my linemans my um, tether and my rappel and I'll keep my rappel in my pack until I'm you know ready to come down and I'll do like a traditional climb with the tether use linemans as needed and then switch over when I rappel
0: that's a great idea I never thought of that Um, yeah. Any any other uh, kind of hacks uh, that 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 might make all that? Because 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 one of the things, like I said, I, I found out when when I started doing this was just you've got you've gotten more ropes you got more stuff dangling you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um sure you're not carrying a bulky tree stand but you've got more dangling stuff to deal with and Mm -hmm. if you don't kind of and and you learn how to do it you learn how to maybe drape one you know a certain rope off to one side or you Mm -hmm. learn to avoid like like for me like when i'm climbing a lot of times i'll step on the rope that's dangling and i'm like oh Oh. jeez, you know i'll get it (laughs) trapped or something like that you know just like like stupid rookie mistakes that you still end up doing. Um, do, do you have any other right. kind of like hacks up there that kind of make life a little easier maybe?
1: Yeah I mean I, I recommend our recommendation is always to use the lineman's rope while you're climbing. Um, you know being attached uh, you know multiple times is never a bad thing but I climb up to the top of my first stick uh, and then put my lineman rope on um, then I hang my rappel rope. So mm-hmm. I can you know, make my biggest move with no hindrance. And I, to me, it's safer without all that dangling uh, and ropes. So my feet are at nine feet uh, on a good day uh, when I get on top of my stick for the first move.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So then I can hang my rappel rope as high as I can. Um And all while I've got my lineman rope on, uh, you know, hold me tight to the tree and be able to go hands free. But then I drop the lineman's and, you know, I climb, climb the aider, and I'm connected to the rappel. And the biggest thing on on climbing with a tether or rappel, slack management. Mm -hmm. So some videos uh, show guys running up the tree and then getting on top of the stick and then grabbing the rope down at their ankles and lifting it up. Guilty.
0: Um, I've done that. Yeah. yeah. I hate doing it.
1: Yeah. I go slow. I'll take no more than two steps. Um, I, a lot of times I'll just take a step and then I raise my, my rope as high as I can. Yeah. So and then I'll take another step. Of course, my steps are 22 inches on, <laughs> on my, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so each step, I mean, that's almost two feet. If I did two steps, you know you're talking four feet almost that fall, i could yeah. fall and that's not a pleasant fall yeah. so um the biggest thing there you know as far as just tips for climbing is yeah you, you want to watch your slack um slack management and that helps keep keeps the rope out of the way and you're not tripping on it either and not catching it on things because you're always keeping it tight um that's what you want
0: um any trick to getting that uh, that rope um moving yeah. up easily no. Up. as you're going up easily yeah
1: yeah we're we're looking at different products there's other products on the market for um genesis 3d printing has some stuff i know
0: i i'm talking to those side of my network. i'm talking to those guys mm-hmm. and i and yeah um i was i was trying to get them on this week too um mm-hmm. at least as far as recording um they've got some pretty cool stuff um but c- kind of talk about um why that's important um other yes.
1: than just yeah i've i've heard of at least one or two cases where guys were lifting their rope either the tether or rappel but they're lifting it higher and slip mm-hmm. so if you are grabbing your rope and you've got your fingers between the rope and the tree and you fall that's not going to be fun That can be a very dangerous situation where you could be pinched. I mean, if both your hands got pinched at the same time. Both your
0: thumbs, yeah, thumbs, fingers pinched, and and you've got all your weight hanging on them, and you can't
1: unweight them,
0: and you can't use your hands to help you.
2: (laughs) Right.
1: And you're going to mess up your fingers and thumbs something, uh, depending on what you have underneath that rope. You're going to get messed up. And you could be in a life-threatening situation, really. So, having I'm guilty of not using a device, but even just paracord, um, you know, and we're looking at even a little webbing, you know, things you can slide on your rope, uh, just something to grab instead of grabbing the rope, grabbing something that you can pull that rope up the tree. Now, it's got to be able to slide because you'll, you'll see the guys, you know, they'll have it kind of at the uh let's say four and seven position and raise up that side and then slide it around to the ten and two position mm-hmm. and raise up that back and kind of back and forth and raise yep. it up you can also pinch the rope uh that's mostly what I do uh I just pinch it so I'm not putting my fingers or thumbs underneath the rope oh I see Yeah. 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 okay yeah okay um, yeah
0: you know after um I, I I've heard of the whole like thumb getting trapped thing, you know, and mm-hmm. then, and then, and then I kind of forgot about it. And then somebody mentioned that 3d Genesis uh, printing guys, um, uh, mm-hmm. from, from another video or whatever that I did. I'm like, yeah, I'll go check them out. And I checked them out and then it it brought it back to my, to the forefront yeah. of like, huh, that's probably not the safest thing. I've been doing it for two. I've gotten, I've gotten lucky, um, never slept or anything, but it could be really bad. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just yesterday I ended up, I had like two paracord loops and I kind of put them on my, uh, on my tether, just ready to go. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to try and use these until, you know, maybe mm-hmm. there's another product or something. I, I'm going to talk to those guys, like I said, but, um, that's, that's just a little extra bit of, um, peace of mind you know what i mean yes it's going to mm-hmm. be more flutzing around with little things that want to maybe you know slide around a little bit but you know i, I don't want to be hanging from a tree by my thumbs <laughs> no <laughs> Nope. <laughs> you, you know mm-hmm. um and i don't know if it'll work or not too but i thought well maybe if i do that then i can use those once i'm at height to hang my stuff off of now i don't know if that's mm-hmm. gonna you know, unweight the tether and yeah. just, especially if it's a heavyweight backpack, you know what I mean? Right. Like a right. lot of times that's, that doesn't, it works great in your head. Like, Oh, I'll just hang him off here. But mm-hmm. you know, that way you can eliminate the, I uh, had that tethered strap, you know, the his mm-hmm. strap or whatever, just mm-hmm. less stuff to carry. But I don't know if right. that in reality, when stuff's actually hanging off of it, if it's actually going to work yeah. or not.
1: I I don't hang anything on mine. I I don't recommend it because yeah, that would, could contribute. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, maybe a grunt call or something, but uh, even binoculars would be heavy enough to, I mean, guys have trouble um, with their, their rope sliding down anyway. And that's Mm -hmm. why there's all those different devices. We saw the night eyes loopable, you know, that uh, you can wrap around your uh, girth hitch around your rope and then kind of, Wrap around the quick link to kind of hold them tight. I've also yep. got uh, neoprene fender washers that'll probably be on the site soon uh, that serve the same purpose. You just slide it on the rope and then push it up against the quick link to hold it. So yeah. adding something else onto that that rope that's girth hitched would just make that even worse. So yeah, yeah, I I think we're stuck using a gear strap um, unless you just. Uh, don't carry anything with you <laughs> i carry too much so i, no, I pack like
0: a girl so yeah <laughs> no, absolutely
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah you know? a gatorade i mean I, I i dehydrate so quickly i mean mm-hmm. half my half my stuff is like a couple bottles of gatorade anyway no yep. matter what you know i don't care if i'm walking in 300 yards <laughs> I'm like mm-hmm. oh, no i'm gonna sweat to death out here so i'm gonna mm-hmm. yep. bring all the stuff with me so
2: mm-hmm.
0: um okay so any other um uh, kind of any other products coming down the line you want to talk about that you can talk about or um Um, anything else you want to highlight
1: i will throw this out there um you know we're talking about the safeguard and you can't get them and as of uh you know last week he couldn't give me any eta madrock couldn't give me any eta which kind of told me we might not see any this year yeah um but as of about two three hours ago i got a shipping notice that i've got a small batch of safeguards coming so uh, i've got a back order list already that's you know i'm not probably these these probably won't make it on the website Um, but if you call in and mention this this podcast then we will set aside five um five five safeguards that we are going to hold for you know couple weeks here and uh if you mention that you heard us talk about it on this podcast then uh, we will hook you up with a safeguard
0: cool yeah i'll Mm -hmm. i'm going to publish this on monday night probably or maybe tuesday so yeah
1: so we'll we'll set some aside that that way uh and we do not charge uh $200 $200 a piece uh, like they're going for on eBay or Oh my god I know yeah. did you did, yeah. you
0: did you follow that that post at all uh
1: um, oh, no I heard yeah um it's just uh, unbelievable um, yeah, it's a great I, I didn't I didn't chime in
0: I didn't chime yeah. in on that I. It, it, yeah. it's felt like it's you know left the bad taste in my mouth just reading it you know yeah. um mm-hmm. I know people can do whatever they want but anyway I won't go down there but yeah.
1: 89.95 unless for some reason my price went up but uh, yep. That's what the, the minimum advertised price that I can sell them at. So um, that's what they will be priced at. And uh, I will set five aside um, for your listeners. So cool. Yeah, mm. be, I'm sure and you, will. I guess you can qualify too. So, <laughs> you know, I,
0: I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm going to stick with what I got right now.
1: Um, mm-hmm. I think it I works.
0: Just, yeah i know and and it hasn't been that big a deal with the prusiks you know so i am okay and and the cool thing is with um with with what i do right cuz i've got like the two tethers up there like mm-hmm. you know when you want to like pull yourself up right um mm-hmm. what you don't and pull yourself up cuz then right. you're t- <laughs> the opposite but when you have two lines up there you're you're kind of free to grab one you mm-hmm. know on your hand, just kind of heave yourself up while you like tighten up the one mm-hmm. you're, you know, kind of thing. So I have the luxury of being able to have the two up there and and use one to pull myself up and and adjust the other. And then once I'm adjusted, then I can adjust the the, the one I grabbed. And you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So right, I, I, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with 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 what I got with the whole, uh, you mm-hmm. know, month block or whatever. So you know, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. Every every year is kind of new
1: um trying different yeah. continuous improvement you know continuous improvement so <laughs>
0: um, all right man so i we've, uh, was it? an hour and 12 minutes here so i don't want to keep it too long but anything else you want to talk about here or uh should we kind of I'll wrap just it mention,
1: up yeah a couple of new products that were fairly recent uh, uh the amcel guy came out with the usa i don't know if you saw that the mm-hmm. ultra stick attachment so USA Ultimate Stick Attachment, it's basically a, um, it's a full berry EM steel rope with a Prusik, and a it's got a fixed um, eye on one end, so you can wrap it around your button, um, go around. It's not for one sticking, I mean, I guess you could use it for one sticking, but it's mostly for the guys with sticks, and... Um, it's you it gets super tight to the tree, it's super lightweight uh it has been very popular um instead of using a daisy chain or anything else uh this is very simple, so the prussic has a loop on it that goes right over the button and you push it back and it's completely tight, not, oh. not anywhere, so yeah, he just came out with that um so and then ultimator um he came out when we're working with him to produce the pack and play uh that (laughs) it's such a simple concept it's like a roll pouch you know for rappel your rappel line but it's a roll pouch for your aider and it attaches to the around your stick but it tightens right against your double step and for the ultimator it's perfect because the ultimator is a little bulkier a little more uh it's fully adjustable so that it's perfect for the guys that don't know what size they want or that want to adjust it during the season but there's a lot going on there to wrap up around your stick mm. so the pack and play you just roll it up in the roll pouch and cinch it down with two g hooks and then deployment is like super simple um, that's
0: a neat idea yeah
1: yeah, yeah. aerial assault uh zach alsi did a you know nice video on that um you know, with some slow-mo, it uh, looks really cool. So, I mean, that's just a couple things. Uh, you know, I, li- I love working with guys. We added uh, Ultimator this year. Um, he's local to me, so another Michigan guy. Um, so, still working with uh, the Amstel guy, um, Luke Dottle, uh, Real Deal, Amstel, Ultimator, and Jamie Klein with Overwatch Outdoors. So, we love working with other companies, or, you know, individuals, and. Uh, getting their products to market so it's been fun
0: jamie klein he was doing the um the nader and sweater right originally
1: he still does the nader sweaters and uh ships us boxes all the time
0: really yeah (laughs) it's It's, i mean there's so many options man that's that's the problem with this thing it's like because i've done the nader sweater thing i've done the other you know what i mean Mm
2: -hmm. um
0: just it's that's part of the fun i guess of trying all these things out because it's uh you know working out what your system is that works Mm -hmm. best for you in know all you know in all conditions like you mentioned something about the ultimator um you know maybe guys didn't catch that but uh you can adjust the height of that because you know especially for us guys in the north right we might mm-hmm. be climbing we might be climbing in shorts or we might be climbing in bibs <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know big big heavy pack boots or uh, crocs
1: <laughs> right <And laughs> you know you can so adjust yeah. your aider throughout the season so
0: yeah, that's cool. a huge
1: yeah, huge benefit yeah And then, uh, really, the only thing uh, I would like to mention is that we are always open to improvements and ideas. You know, if there's something, you know, that you think we could be doing better. Um, The last example being the, you know, the ultimate one stick. You know, two of the complaints are, uh, you know, the one the one stick rope can slide down. It it just slides on the tube there. Now, once you install it and you know wrap it around the tree, it's going to naturally make its way right up to the cam cleat and hold tight Mm -hmm. but we've added um, you know some guys are showing how you just would use like a cable uh, clamp on the back side so we've added that to our process Um, we put that so uh, it's tight it's connected to the bolt the bottom bolt of the cam cleat so that one stick rope won't slide up and down the tube it'll just stay right there it's not load bearing or anything it's just kind of holding it in place so it doesn't slide Right. So, you know, we and, and, and what, and what and you're listen. talking
0: about, if people don't understand that, is um, one, one end of this this amp steel is, you know, it's got a loop, right, and it's mm-hmm. it's over it's over the stick, right, and then everything yes. else is kind of built around it, so it can't come off. Um and then the other end of the, you know, the, the tag end basically goes around it goes into that cam cleat. Um mm-hmm. the, the, it's the side that's actually like girth hitched around the tube. It can slide up and down, you know, from mm-hmm. I guess the middle of middle of the tube down basically is, is what you're talking right. about. It's not like the right. stick's gonna slide. So um yeah, right. I noticed that and not a big deal. All you do is when you put it up there, you just you know because
1: because you're because yeah. you're
0: holding the stick with one hand anyway and you just kind of mm. shove it up you know sh- sh-
1: sh- it's, it's as, naturally gonna it's, go into position yes. and hold. yeah but there was one case where you know um uh, it it did it was on a really weird tree and mm. you know it, it had a kick out and we've never heard of anyone having a kick out so yeah. it, it was a funky tree uh, situation but you know other guys were showing hey do this and that takes care of it and it's like hey we'll just add that to our process and we'll do it at this end. You know, why, why should you guys do anything, uh, you know, to the stick? We can send it that way. So, you know, we added that. Uh, We're always trying to, you know, improve and um, do whatever we can do to make life easier for you guys and get you up a tree and get you hunting.
0: Well, you know what, I'm I'm glad you guys have taken off like crazy. Um, I love, I love hearing about just entrepreneurship i love hearing about businesses that just you know that are in like a, a niche and then they're like okay you know we're solving a problem right that's how every great business goes off and i, I know you're slammed but i'm, I'm guessing you're, you're liking being slammed you know i hope better all this, than the
1: alternative right better than the alternative <laughs> and i and, and I,
0: I really hope the you know the the, the product about the production the um uh the, you know the the inbound material problem yes. you know source 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 itself mm-hmm. out and uh you know, so if you guys are listening, American company, American, I mean, most of the stuff is made in USA, I'm guessing almost all of mm-hmm. it. Um, so I mean, and, and, and even if you're not a saddle hunter guys, um, the, the products that are here, uh, you offer a whole, we haven't even touched on a ton of other stuff that oh, you yeah, offer with yeah. like sticks and this and that, um, super, super high quality. So I would, I would, you know carabiners and and uh ropes and, and everything else that just any any like tree stand hunter is probably going to use too mm-hmm. so it's not just a saddle exclusive thing so definitely go 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 check out eastern woods Outdoors. again it's like www.doublesteps.com and uh your eastern woods outdoors on on instagram too right we are mm-hmm. okay cool yeah well again i'm happy for your success what a, what a what a great like what a year, you know, what is, what's the thing? What what a difference a year makes kind of thing. So <laughs> yes. you were, you were, you were slammed then and I'm glad you're more slammed now. It makes me happy. So, right.
2: Mm-hmm. all right.
0: <laughs> Once you uh, hold on with me here after we stop recording. So uh, I, I do want to thank you for coming on again. It's like, it's, you know, super late for, uh, for you, but I, I appreciate that. You're probably missing no out problem. on doing, doing some work, filling orders. <laughs> That's um, right. So <laughs> go, go check Dan out and then uh, go check out Bowhunting Soul. I've got a, uh, a review of the One Stick and the uh, the rappel method i'm using and i'll probably do like a one sticking video uh soonish you know sooner than later but uh, you'll get a you'll get a better chance up close kind of view of all some of the features that we've been talking about this this uh the stick here and um some you know ropes and techniques and knots and that kind of stuff so definitely go check out the youtube channel instagram and um yeah other than that thanks for uh, listening like share and
2: subscribe and i will talk to you guys later thanks